Runk. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. Happy New Year, dude. Um, annoying. Starting the year off annoying as shit. You know, um, welcome. Actually, let me start with this, man. I just got news that, um, Jeremy Renner, look, we're, you know, I love Jeremy Renner. There's no, uh, that's no secret. We love, we love Jeremy Renner and this podcast. And, uh, he's a great actor and he's phenomenal. And, uh, he was in a snowplow accident and this is not a joke. Uh, you probably have heard the news. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. I don't know how savvy you are, uh, with news, but he, uh, is in a, he was, he was, I guess maybe the information I was told was he was run over by some sort of snowplow, uh, vehicle and, um, that he's in critical, but stable position, um, condition, which I have no idea what critical and stable why can't I, why do I want to say position uh condition I don't know what critical but stable condition is but critical and stable condition sounds critical right like that's doing the heavy lifting you know it's like um you know if peanut pe if you put peanut on butter on something you don't know you know that peanut butter's in the fucking shits right it's not like this kind of thing where it's like Oh, but the the main thing is though. Also, there's pineapple, and we like that. No, absolutely not. The shit's full of peanut butter if it's got a little bit of peanut butter in it. Now, um, Jeremy Renner is in critical but stable position. I, I, he's saying position, dude. And I don't. I'm not even on the fucking gabapentin right now. I'm on a lot of other meds, um. But yeah, dude, I I just. Um, I don't know how he is. By the time this comes out, there might be more information on it. And I really hope and pray, um, you know, I've been trying to get in, get into praying lately, uh, that, um, Jeremy Renner is doing okay. Cause our heart goes out to him and we love him here at the congratulations on the congratulations podcast. And, um, I really hope that he's okay, dude. He's Hawkeye. He's got to get that arrow flying. Um, so yeah, so that's, I hope that it's okay. Um, and also like, and subscribe, you know how they, you know how we do it. Sh you know how they do it here on fucking super cult studios, shadow band city. Um, but yeah, so we're probably going to have to change the name because that, I mean, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So maybe drop some comments on what we should call it. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, happy new year, you know, and all that shit, how we do it. Very annoying. Um, how I was doing it on lifeline and all that shit. And, uh, just appreciate another year It's 2023 and, um, and we're living large, right? We're living large. We're, we're, we're making sure everything is good. We're making sure everybody is happy. It's going to be a, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going to be going on, honestly, with the, um, you know, I, here's the thing, dude. Like you think about, I heard that Trump was going to run again or whatever. Really? Don't, you know, at this point, Biden, and you know, we get political, but at this point, Biden, ah, what's he doing? Right? Yeah, He's not. Yeah. What? You fall off a bike, you're done. Right? President. 
the president, right? I'm not saying we should like, you know, absolutely remove his head if he's a citizen, but you want to lead the nation? You fall off a bike? Right? All all wrapped up. He should have been like this. All good. Take his tie off. Here you go to whoever the fuck. Um, uh, But yeah, so and obviously that's old news that he fell off the bike. But um, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's going to be going on in 2024 when the when the election happens again. But uh, that is something I've been thinking about because now, you know, Trump is back on Twitter and all that shit. And they reinstated, uh, you know, all the shits. And Andrew Tate, that's his name, right? Andrew Tate. Uh, who got arrested recently um, and is still only on Twitter because Elon's holding strong on everybody gets to be on Twitter and he's off Instagram and, and, and Facebook. And I don't know what the fucking guys, what's going on here. Who knows what's real and who knows what's not real. The whole world's a mess. Ah, yes. Dude, the whole world's a mess and fucking Hawkeye got run over by a snowplow. So it's all good, dude. That's where we're at. Dude, 2023 started with Hawkeye getting run over by a snowplow. You understand? So uh, we hope that everything's uh, okay with everybody, honestly, dude. I I just, um, you know, uh, I really, really, uh, I don't know. I I fucking, who knows what's happening. All I know is I've been really watching Dr. Miami, and that's the fucking, I don't understand Dr. Miami because I don't understand this whole thing about, look, I've been watching it. It's on Hulu. You know, Hulu is the thing that like I mainly watch. You probably don't know that, but I'm telling you that now. Uh, and I've been watching Dr. Miami. And this guy is a guy who got big on TikTok, I guess is what Kristen said. And then uh, became a guy who has a TV show, which is cool, I guess. I don't even know if that's backwards now at this point, though, right? Like everybody wanted to get a TV show, and I still that that I still think that's the thing. But like even thinking about like Calvin, my son, when I when when he wants to watch fucking YouTube, I mean he's he's been getting into Teletubbies a little bit, which is on Netflix. He calls it Tebatubbies, which is cute as shit, <laughs> dude. And he also says he also says we we say like how do you feel? And for some reason he'll just be like I'm nervous, dude. It's so cute that he says he's nervous, and I say why are you nervous? And he says I'm nervous. It's cute, dude. And then he says, I'm frustrated. Oh, God damn. He's grown up before my eyes. You know, as they say, he's grown up before my eyes. And we love him, dude. And we and we grow together, right? Um, and he's had a cut on his fucking nose for fucking two and a half weeks because he can't stop picking it. But anyway, uh, watching Dr. Miami and is in my son, I think, well, you know, he's two and a half. He's almost three. But he want he wants to watch the, the shit which is just accessible, and that's on YouTube. Now, I get, like, Netflix and Hulu's all that shit, but, like, I try to watch a cooking show, Big Food, uh, what the hell is it called? Big Food Bucket List. And, uh, you know, because Calvin's kind of into cooking a little bit, but he wants he wants the YouTube shits, you know? So, uh, yeah, I watch Dr. Miami, and this guy is now doing, this is the f- problem with doing the, 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 the shows from TikTok and from Instagram and all this shit. They're trying to make it like TikTok, which it's not that it's a show, but this guy is now on Hulu and he's like doing the shit that he does on TikTok, where he's like, Hey, and he's wearing a wig for no fucking reason, meeting a, a, a patient. And he's like, so we're going to take that, uh, that lump off your nose. And he's got like a Pippi long stocking wig on. And it's like, K, but also this is surgery, right? So it's different if you're doing it for TikTok 
than if you are actually interviewing the people that you're going to give a BBL in a fireman's outfit, right? And then they got the dads. Dude, there was one episode where they, they were so Italian. Dude, I, I really feel like Italians speak to me, you know? And I know that I'm Italian and I come from that shit. Like, look, I have a cousin Butch. I got a cousin Butch, baby. I got an Uncle Vinny, right? Like, these are my, this is my blood, dude. Hmm? So I really love the Italian people. Like, I don't feel that connection with Southern people, but I wish I did because I love Southern people, right? But I love, I love specific people, right? Like, if somebody is saying something about, like, hey, man, I got a fucking landscaping business or something. Like, I'm from fucking Tulsa. I got a landscaping business. I'm like, that's so specific. That guy is immediately my best friend because I love it. Right. I don't know anybody with a landscape business. You love front lawns, bro. If you love front lawns and you're from Tulsa, I'm in. Right. I'm in. Because what the fuck is that? Oh, you're passionate about it. I'm in. Okay. You want to talk about planting hibiscus or whatever the fuck? All the dude. I am so in. Number one. I'm in because I'm in because I can't believe you want to talk about that so much. And I love your passion and it bleeds from you. But also, we don't have to talk about me, my baby. Right? So, um, that's very hard for me to talk about myself. And I'm learning and I'm getting through it. Right? A lot of stuff that went on in childhood wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, going to put the walls up for what. Um, but, yeah. So, uh I don't know why I started talking about all this from Dr. Miami, but, uh, oh, Italians. This woman wanted to come in to talk about, um, wanted to come in to get a note. The people who are like, come in and do all the plastic surgeries at once, God bless, dude, right? Like just going in and coming out just straight up a different person, God bless. I understand you don't want to keep going in because <laughs> you don't want to keep getting knocked out and fucking obliterated with your, you know, but this woman got a liposuction, you know, her, her boobs different and then like a BBL and a nose job, which means you're going to have to fucking turn the person over in the middle of it. I don't know how they do that, honestly, because it's got to be bad for like the healing process. But anyway. The dad was so Italian, and he was like, you beautiful nose, what are you going to do? That's my face on your face. It was es chauvinistic. He's talking about like, you know, you want to change your face. I'm happy you're happy, but that's how everybody knows you. He literally said, that, everybody knows you with that wart on your nose. Worst thing to be known for. That wart is how people know who you are. Bad. Get it removed. That's my nose on your face, there. It breaks my heart. He was, dude. He was crying. He was crying in the fucking room to the side, and and the guy was talking. And by the way, they're filming the episode, but also Doctor Miami's doing this to the guy's face, like like. Yo, they got the cameras, but then they go to like Dr. Miami's. This is what the thing that fucking Hollywood thinks like, oh yeah, let's do it also from, we'll get the TikTok engagement with the shit, dude. And it's like, dude, hey, man, the cameras are there. It's like when people are at my shows, by the way, I'll be in San Diego on Sunday and Seattle and Portland and all the shit, you know, and Brea in California. So go to chrisalia.com. But they, they, uh, he's like, 
I just don't know. You know, it breaks my heart because that's who she is. And it's just like that that, that, that makes my that, that makes our genes just like she's disappearing. Our genes are disappearing. And he's crying, dude. And he's got a fucking bowling shirt on. Stallion! Um, but people know you from your water on your nose. Stallion, dude. She looks like a witch. Get it removed. Had a bowling shirt on. Guess if he was fat or not. Don't have to. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, she came out looking fantastic, you know. That's how they do it, dude. I like when people say they get plastic surgery for themselves. I guess they do, right? But also, nah. That's, that's also not true, though. You know what I mean? It's great to get plastic surgery for yourself, and I get it. But also, hey, no. Right? You got it for yourself? You get a painting. Where do you hang it? Behind the clothes in the closet? What, what, what do you do, huh? He's showing it off, dude. Um, There was another one where a guy was like, where, where a woman wanted a breast reduction, and the dude was, oh, <laughs> dude, her boyfriend was so trying to hold it together, dude. He was just like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know, you know. It's just like, um, it's not her, though. And they were like, well, yeah, but the, her boobs are fake. And they're like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I know, but it's like, that's her to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was like, but I need to do this for myself. And he was like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah, like, I know, you know what I'm saying, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, how do I say this? The squirt engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like just was so worried about himself. I don't, I don't know. You know, you gotta, she was like, but they hurt my back. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Um, the boner inducement, you know what I'm saying? Um, so. Anyway, they got the the she got him re, uh, reduced, and the and the doctor was like, "Would you like to come in during the surgery?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, I think I would." And he went into the surgery, and he dude he goes in with the with the mask on, took the mask off in the surgery, septic, and then left and didn't talk to her for two days. Wasn't there when she woke up, dude? Like, and then came back, and it was all good. And he was like, "Sorry, I made a mistake." And it was like, "Oh, dude." Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I thought it was going to be worse, so. um, But yeah, dude, so anyway, this is what it is. We watch TV, dude. Over the break, we watch TV, and also, you know, yeah. It's, uh, you know, actually, I went to fucking, nobody knows about this, but I went to rehab. Um, And I, I, well, I don't know if I was going to tell people this or not but i did i go to, i went to rehab i was there for over a month i went back in november and um we pre-record a lot of the shit um and just should have done it this whole time honestly like should have done it years ago didn't because i had excuses in my head about covid and shit but uh and all that and uh but yeah the uh I did it because I I had to, you know, for for uh, my addiction and all that shit. And I, I need to be present. And but my God, it was a trauma based thing that I uh, I went to, and um, one of the best in the world. And holy fucking shit, man! Really, uh, the work that they do there is absolutely amazing, dude. I I was there and I was scared as shit, and I thought that um, everybody 
when I was there two weeks in, I, after I stopped being scared of shit, I was like, oh, everybody should do this, dude. Because you do shit where like you sit in a chair and close your eyes and talk. Dude, who do you think you talk to, man? Who do you think you talk to? Think about it. Who do you think you talk to? Think about it. You're probably like, oh, your mom or oh, your dad or friends or enemies or people from your past. And I would be like, yeah. But then they're like, but then you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, you probably talk to also maybe who else? You talk to your friends, your mom, your dad, your, your brother. You talk to friends. You talk to people that wronged you. You talk to people you wronged. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know who else you talk to? <laughs> you close your eyes and you talk to you as a seven-year-old. Oh, shit, dude, when I did that. That's the the water, the floods. Just you, dude, coming from the. How old the 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 doctor? How old are you when you imagine yourself as a child? I don't know, like seven. And where are you? What do you mean? Where are you as a seven-year-old? If you were gonna, if you as a forty-two-year-old were gonna walk up and talk to yourself as a seven-year-old, where would you be? Like this, though. I don't know. My old front porch. Dude. Was in a trance. I wasn't in it. Here's the thing, man. I wasn't hypnotized, but dude, the fucking tears, bro. And it was. It was it was transformative, dude. It was so unbelievable, dude. Um Yeah. And I'm 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 I met so many great people, dude. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy to, um, think about every day being here. Yeah. I went in November uh, through December and it was just like, I don't even know what to say about it, man. The food was trash. The food was fucking trash. Get it together. Um, the food was trash. It, it was little, literally like from like my little kitchen where you're like, do you eat this part? Um, but yeah, man, you know, a lot of those guys in there, um, obviously like, you know, you don't share names and shit, but like, my God, they were just like the, the, the most, uh, to make lifelong friends at 42 and already know about it, like, a weekend just like these are these are my people it's hilarious too like because like when you're when you're an addict you're also yourself do you know what i'm talking about you're 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 also yourself so 
what I went in as myself, what I thought, right? And, and like, you're like, all right, I'm going to go to this thing. Now I have an unbelievable amount of fear in my life. I have an unbelievable amount of fear in my life. Ever since I was a little kid, just every second in my head is something my, you know, somebody's going to abduct my parents. Somebody's going to kill my dad. Somebody's going to poison me, right? Just been there from as early as I can remember. Did not sleep through the night in my bed until I was maybe 13. Like I would run into my parents' room, like just being honest with you guys, like run in my parents' room. My dad would come in and be like, yeah, I go to sleep, whatever. Dude, just terrified of everything. And, um, you go in with the tapes that play in your head, you know, of I got this, but I also secretly don't have this because I'm scared because like I'm lonely. I think I'm not worthy of love and like whatever it is. And I think I'm not uh, uh, important. Do I matter? You know, the real, the negative core beliefs that you have of yourself and you go in and you think, uh, but I'm, I'm me, I'm different. I'm, you know, that whole, that, that, that's poison to think that you're different or above it all or whatever the fuck it is. But you walk in that way. And then when you walk in with that fear, me, me, I should say me, when I walk in with that fear and that all that compartmentalization and all that stuff that I've been working with and working on for 42 years to build my fucking walls up, um, You just walk in and you see the other dudes who just, they just, they, you know what they look like? People. They're just people. They're people that you might see, you know where? Somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere on the way somewhere. Or maybe at the place. Right? Or on the news somewhere talking about some fucking, you know, parade that they're, yeah, I'm really happy about that. That, that guy is there. And some people look cool. Some people look not cool. Some people look fashionable, not fashionable. Some people look sad. Some people are joking around. And you walk in and you just go, I, you have this, I had this thought where I was just, I walked in and I was just like, oh, I'm like this. Right? You walk in with all that baggage. And then you see everyone else. You see a guy with like a a fucking um, uh, a, a, a Beijing soccer team jersey on, and then a tall guy from Kenya who's like six foot nineteen with Patagonia on, and you're like, oh, ah. I'm like this, though. And those were my motherfucking people, dude. <sighs> I didn't want to... Well, I don't know if I didn't want to talk about it, but it's just, it just went on. In my, it's, it's what's happening in my life, and it's so important to me, you know? And I, and I, and I love those guys, and, and, and the, the therapy there, dude was i mean it was like it was like the therapists take their heart out 
put it on the front of their boots and kick in the fucking teeth for hours a day. That's what it's like. They take their heart, they take their blood, they take their tears from whatever they've been working with. Because a lot of them were addicts too, or are addicts. And they just take their heart out. You go, you sit in a chair, they put their heart on the fucking tip of their boot, and they just go, sit tight, and fucking just, just kick in the goddamn teeth. And it is the most painful, beautiful thing. And it's necessary. And it's hard. Um, yeah, it, uh, it just is something I should have done a long time ago and I, and I didn't, and, uh, I did. And, uh, I, 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 I can't express enough that if you are an addict or whatever it is, even if you think you got it. You know what I'm talking about? Even if you think I got this or even if you've had it, it it's so hard to make um it's so hard to make a, a, a it a priority mental health. Um and doing it moving life, you know, to do it for me, it's just, it was too important, man. Like I, I, like, I know I come on here, I'm this funny guy, but like, you know, like I, I, I get these fucking, you know, suicidal ideation and shit like that. And it's just, I, the, you have to keep that shit in check. And I fucking, I cry on fucking podcasts all the goddamn time. But, <laughs> whatever um so you have to get you have it's just such a good idea man and and it was so cool to hear the therapists and how much they care about you and they they keep in touch with me now for fuck's sake um you know i heard that the guys in there miss me now But that fucking Dr. Miami thing, man, is just like he's so annoying. Dude, everybody knows you from your what? What what the fuck? I love you like that. Whether it's plastic surgery or fucking... You know, shit is a struggle and shit is a fucking... You know, it's all about growth. If you ain't growing, you're dying. (laughs) That's what I'm going to run for when I'm a mayor. The mayor of fucking... Uh, so, I don't know, dude. The whole fucking... Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, whatever. Fuck it. But uh, I love you motherfuckers. Uh, I love y'all. I love y'all. Um, yeah. But didn't have fucking... My, uh, dude, I like to go to Zanny Island. I like to take the, I like to be the, be the Vivance boy. Didn't have that for, for fucking, didn't have it. Dude, how about this? How about me 
gently where you're like, oh yeah, thinking of Chris, how'd it go in there? Oh yeah, the fucking, yeah, he's wearing his own clothes, but he's probably still got the fucking four shots of espresso. Dude, they don't let you have coffee. You got to wake up at 6 a.m. for meditation on your own, dude, with your brain, and that's it. You get used to it. After over 10 days, you get used to it, okay? The first 10 days, you get headaches. It's like a fucking... It's like a Mack truck hit you in the goddamn, in the head. And you wake up and you go, the se- that second day, that third day, you wake up and you go, you say, oh. You're, you're oh, oh. <laughs> and then you go in and you say, can I get, actually, can I get some uh, Advil? Oh, we actually have, you know, when like you're like, you, Whatever you want, whatever it is you want. By the way, I don't know what the fuck the difference is between ibuprofen, aspirin, Tylenol. They, I don't know, dude. But th- no matter who I ask, they never have the fucking one I want, dude. Hey, do you have Advil? Oh, no, but I actually have. Have you ever heard of fucking... What? It, this, it's the same thing. It's it, it's not... It doesn't have ibuprofen in it, but it's got the... What? What? If it doesn't have ibuprofen in it, how does it help? What? It, th- isn't that the thing? I got no idea. Yeah, I got no idea. I have no idea. Take it. It's the same. Dude, when I was there, though, in rehab, they would give me the fucking... Here, this... I, fine. I'm, Dude, there's a fucking sun rising in my head. It, or give it to me. Give it to me. It would tamper it a little bit. But you had to go through, like, red tape to get fucking... Exce- whatever. Bayer or Excedrin or some shit. And then fucking halfway through, they were like, do you want the thing for your headache with the caffeine or without? And I was like, this is for coffee headaches. Give me the caffeine. Why was the nurse hot? Fuck. God damn it. That was going to be funny. Whatever, dude. Don't have hot nurses in rehab. Always a struggle. Um, yeah, dude. So, uh, always a struggle. But yeah, so, um, yeah, man. It's all good. I, th- I think I want to have some of these fucking mental health professionals on my podcast and shit. Dude, the stuff that they would talk about was amazing. But anyway, dude, decaf coffee for fucking, I drank decaf coffee the whole time. And, uh, and uh, yeah, dude, finally got over the headaches, got out and then got a coffee, took a few sips. And I was like, not for me, dude, what? Now I got to drink hot coffee in the morning. I guess it's better. They said it's better for anxiety, but your boy still anxious as shit. But your boy though. And now he's off the fucking Zanny and off the, was never really on it, but. You know, occasionally I take the Zanny, took a Zanny the other day. Dude, oh, I go like this. Well, I guess maybe I can. Eight and a half hours later. Yo, when you do that, if you don't take some shit 
ever? You don't take anything for that dopamine hit? Dude, I didn't even masturbate the whole time I was there. Zero dopamine hits. Zero. I didn't know what was going on with Kanye West. Didn't have my phone. Zero dopamine hits. First time I talked to my wife, two weeks in. Just fucking, I'm coming up. I want the world to know. I hung up. I'm coming up. Oh, I want to. Dude, it was for real. Honestly, when I talked to my wife two weeks in after not talking, you know what it was like, dude? Inter- oh, yeah, that's right. This fucking, I forgot about this. This internet doesn't work. Um, What's the fucking, uh, going to be a commercial because I'm not signed in. It's great. I hung up the phone. I just go like this. Dude, I, I just, I don't, I don't. That dope, that was, I'm codependent. I'm co- I'm codependent. Something I learned. Still this. Dude, I, uh, codependent is when you get your, uh, acceptance from someone else, the way they feel and the way they they react. Yes, dude, I have that. Your self-worth is based off what other people think of you. Yes, I have that. Obviously, you probably already know that because I'm a stand-up comedian. Didn't know that, though, because walls up, dude. Now I really know it, and it sucks, but it is what it is, and, uh, you know, you go to CODA meetings. They got meetings for fucking everything. They got Workaholics Anonymous. They got fucking all sorts of anonymouses, dude, and all they do is, like, change the one word in it. Um, But, yeah, dude. Um, Yeah, I talked to my wife, and holy shit, that dude, I felt like I was in Castaway. That's what it was like. At the end, when Tom Hanks is in the middle of the fucking roads, and he's talking to Helen Hunt, and it's like, even though they ruined the fucking pre- movie in the previews, because you saw him meeting her at the end. Why do they do that with the preview of the fucking castaway preview? Don't show that part in the preview. Only show the plane crash and then his beard all big. And the soccer ball or whatever the fuck it is. Henley, the fucking volleyball. Stanley, what the fuck is it? Wilson. Wilson. Right, because it's a Wilson volleyball. And uh, so, yeah, so fucking... Uh, yeah, man, it was awesome. Hey, what's up? You know, dude, we didn't even get to fucking watch. The only thing that we could do is watch uh, DVDs on Friday and Saturday night. Otherwise, this is what we did, dude. Besides crying and getting our heart kicked, our fucking teeth kicked in with the with hearts, the fucking only thing we would do is this. You ever been, dude? You ever been chilling? Guess what? No. The answer is no. Not unless, Maybe if you're older than me. Nobody fucking chills anymore. I go to my phone for that dopamine hit, dude. Nah, not anymore. Can't do it. I go to my phone. I go to my... I fucking go... I go to fantasy in my head for that dopamine hit. No, I don't do that anymore. I mean, I have to stop myself sometimes. 
They're going to sex with past sexual partners and shit like that. That will be my escape, dude, because I don't want to think about me. Goes back to why I like talking to fucking landscapers about how many pots they're planting, the plants they're potting, because I don't, because I don't, pots they're planting too, because I don't want to have to talk about me. Sad. But dude, it's all from childhood, you know? Those negative tapes that play in your head, that shit is absolutely something that you cannot... I don't know, man. You got to deal with it. So I'm trying, and it's tough. Uh, but yeah, anyway. That, we, we watched fucking DVDs. I saw Hunger Games. Um, sat and watched a movie without my phone. Saw uh, Hunger Games. Saw um, oh, dude, bro. The funniest thing, the hardest I laughed the whole time. There was a guy there that was uh, of a religion, uh, of a religion that doesn't let them. Um, shit, hold on, I gotta plug my my headphones in. Uh, of a religion that doesn't watch like uh, like the Amish. You know, they don't have shit. They like churn butter, and he was there, and dude he got there and it was like movie night one night and he was like, oh, awesome. And so we watched Born Supremacy and he was, dude, just like... The, the screen was here and just... Watching the people watch, like... At the end of the movie, one of the dudes says, oh, do you like that movie? And he says... Fuck yeah, dude. And he was like, and they were like, oh, you've never seen, you've never seen the Bourne movies before? <laughs> dude. <laughs> he said, I've never seen any movies. Dude. Holy fucking shit. Dude. He said, I've never seen any movies. Bro, we fell out. It was the funniest fucking thing, dude. It was the funniest goddamn thing. Um... Like, also, the fact that his first movie he saw was Born 2. Um, yeah, dude. So much funny fucking shit. But anyway, uh, yeah. But that uh, dopamine hit is real, man. Got to keep that in check. I do, at least. Uh, fuck yeah, I love that song, dude. Um, I, uh, I love Calvin, dude. I got home, saw my wife and Calvin. It was just the greatest. Um, you know, it's crazy to be a dad and see my, my son and know that to see things in my son that I was like, he is so sensitive and I, I am so fucking sensitive, dude. Like, I, I, as I said, I was scared of everything. I thought my parents were going to get abducted and shit like that. And like, I thought I was being poisoned slowly as a kid. I thought my friend's mom was going to poison me. I mean, just like all sorts of fucking crazy shit that I believed. I actually believed it wasn't like something that I was scared of. I thought it was happening. Every day was the end of the world for me when I was a kid. And, uh, yeah. And, um, and so I see Calvin and he's just, I see him be so, you know, 
sensitive and I just, I, I don't want to make the same fucking, I don't want him to have the bad parts, you know. Um, but you're going to fuck up your kid no matter what. That's the thing. That's the fucking hardest truth, you know. And the things also that your parents fall short on aren't even their fault a lot of the times. I mean, of course, if they're beating the shit out of you, it is. But like to hold space for people that to, for, to hold space for both things, things that you didn't get as a child that you needed from your parents and the fact that you still love them and it's not their fault. It's just those two things together are something that I really struggled with, you know, um, because it's just going to happen no matter what. So I do also because I live in fear, get so scared of fucking Calvin and, uh, you know, fucking him up. Um, but I just love that boy so much, man. Um, I love my family so much. And it's just, uh, the first thing he said to me when I got back was he looked at me and he goes like this, we call his, we call his grandma, my, my, my wife's mom, Kiki. First thing he said was he looks at me cause he woke up from a, from a nap or uh, in the morning, right? Yeah. In the morning I woke up and, and he looks at me and he goes, he looks at me and sees it's me and he goes like this. Let's go see Kiki's toys. And I was just like, that is the fucking funniest, sweetest thing. And I said, let's see, dude. And then I, he was like, so like showing off and being excited. And I was just the happiest. I was just the happiest, man. Um, yeah. So I did take a break because of my mental health. Um, and that was why. And um, I do feel a bit refreshed. And I am excited for my shows. I haven't performed in a bit. It's going to be a bit of a fucking memory game. Um, but yeah, been trying to potty train Calvin, which is really fucking hilarious. Uh, he just, he'll go, he'll go on the little potty. You know, we got that little potty and shit for him. Uh, I shit in there too. It's a mess. No, I don't. And um, he has a little potty and he sits on it and he waits to pee and he's just like, waiting and then he'll he'll go it'll go and it'll jump up and as he jumps up he'll go i did it and piss all over the floor also and i'm like uh, dude you're doing such a good job dude you are doing such a good job but you got to stay there on the on the toilet and he does again he lets a little bit out more stands up as he's i did it and i'm like i got piss all over me i'm just like you're doing such a good job dude you are doing such a good job but you gotta stay on there i'm pooping i'm poop i'm like that's actually pee, but you're doing it, dude. And then and then he's like, I have to poop. And he goes on there, sits on the toilet for 25 minutes, doesn't poop, and I'm just wasting time, dude. But I'm not, though, because, you know, I'm teaching him how to potty, how to be potty trained, but it's so fucking cute and so funny, dude. I'll actually sit there with him all fucking day, dude. I don't get bored. We chat. We talk about fucking different things. I mean, mostly it's bullshit because he's leading it. But like, dude, it's stuff that, you know what? It's important to him. How about that? How about maybe that's what he needs? So if he wants to talk about fucking purple crayons for way too long, which he does sometimes, we talk about purple crayons. If he wants to say it's crayon day, even though he's using a highlighter, then it, you know what? It's fucking crayon day, dude. Um... But he'll just sit there. He hasn't pooped in there yet. But, um, you know, he'll pee in there sometimes and we'll take the thing and we'll, and we'll walk it over to the toilet, dump it out, and then he'll go, he'll go, bye, pee-pee. 
and then it'll run back over to the <laughs> like run back over to the toilet. Um, but yeah, dude, I went in last night. He 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 was he was up till I mean, I put him in bed at maybe nine something, maybe ten. You know, he sleeps late because he's he's comic hours. Um, but he uh. He he didn't have his blanket and he was still bucking around for, until like twelve thirty. It's been two hours and I'm like, fuck. I, I said, Kristen, I was like, should we fucking go? Should I put put a blanket in there? And he was, she was like, yeah, yeah. But the, the one blanket that he likes is the only blanket he'll allow in the bed. I mean, he's so me already. He's two and a half, and he's just like, he's got to have the fucking one blanket. And she's like, it's in the car. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll go out and get a car and get it, bring it. I bring it in. I said, hey, buddy. He says, hi. I said, do you want your blanket? And he says, yes. And I put the blanket on him and I said, how are you doing? You okay? And he said, yes. And I said, do you want me to uh, get in there with you and, and sleep in the crib? And I was kind of like just saying it. And he said, yes. I said, you do? You want me to come in? He says, yes. And so I move. So he moves over. I go in in the crib and I'm sleeping with him. Actually, we have a picture of it. We could put it on the, uh, on the video. And, uh, and then I, and then I wait, and then I, and then I'm, I'm there for about ten seconds, and he's looking at me in the eyes, and he goes like this: "Go away, Sick, dude." And I say, "Oh, you want me out?" And he says, "Go away." So I fucking left. Um, and he, and he cried a little bit, but it's so, it's, it's, it's weird how. You know, managing. Look, he's a lot smarter than I am in a lot of ways. He knows how to manage his emotions and let a lot better than I do. At least he fucking feels them, right? That's the thing. It's so hard to actually know for me how I feel sometimes. I wonder if you're like that. Like, it is so fucking hard. Like, you know, guy shit is like, oh, something happened. Boom, anger. That's what I feel. Uh, do you though? What's under that? Scared of shit, and I'm angry about it. What's under that? heartbroken, sad as shit, and I'm angry about it. What's under that? Well, I'm happy, and I don't want to be happy, so I'm mad about that, because it feels better to be angry, because that's where I live, and where do I live because of my anger? Fear. And why do I do things that put me in fear? Because that's what I'm comfortable with, and I keep reenacting trauma. Sad, but that's the truth. Because that's where I'm comfortable. I asked my therapist, why do I do things that jeopardize myself and make me in fear? And she says, because that's what's comfortable for you. And that's when I think, well, that makes me scared. And that's when she thinks, I know, dude. Because that's what's comfortable for me. Oh, yeah, and thus goes the cycle. How do I break this and only become happy? Oh, we got to work through this? Ah, but the thing is, I don't want to. Because it hurts. Because when we start talking about things, I mean, dude, retrospect will candy coat everything. Nostalgia makes shit taste fucking real nice. But what is it really, dude? So tell me about you sitting on your porch when you were seven years old playing with the dinosaur. 
Is it physical or honey? Says it was at last. Forging sunny pressing. Mad world. Blood from the eyes. Mad world. Um, Yeah, dude. And uh, so... Did I rip these fucking pants? These pants are done, dude. I'm done with these pants, man. I got them fixed 19 fucking times, and now I just can't. They're so tight because they keep patching them up. I'm done with them. Diesel, you made a piece of shit pants. Um, And they're my favorite pants, so great. Whatever, dude. My therapist told me that I should fucking imagine myself as seven years old, meet myself on the porch, and then bring myself to my mom and my dad and talk to them and fucking make sure that I could take care of them and then open up literally my chest and open up my heart physically, actually, because there was a door on my chest, and imagine it, and then imagine my seven-year-old crawling in there and closing the door on him, and I know no matter what I do in my life, he's also there too. And I'm like, okay, but I imagined myself seven years old, not the size of Jiminy Cricket. So now I got this big-ass, lumpy seven-year-old sitting in my fucking chest, just knees up in his fucking mouth, all crunched into my chest, and that's where I am in this fucking, you know what I mean, trance state? And I'm still crying, but I'm like, hey, it doesn't really fit. <laughs> Dude. All bunched up, can his dinosaur, if dinosaur can't even fit, he wants a dinosaur. It doesn't fit in it. Should have told me I, I I should imagine him the size of a fucking mouse. Seven-year-old in my chest and shit. Seven-year-old in my chest. So, uh, yeah, man. Gotta pee bad, but gonna ride it out. Um... Is he still sleeping, Calvin? Almost threw up in my mouth. Right there. That's great. That's great. Dude, I want to get, I kind of want to get back on the coffee train, but I also kind of don't want to get back on the coffee train. If you see me, I don't know, man. People give me Starbucks gift cards and shit. Of course, that tastes like the back of the cow's mouth, but I get it. They're doing things to be nice. And thank you very much, fans. Like I got meet and greets and shit. Um, oh, dude, they make you fucking set boundaries, dude. Wow. One thing I fucking hate is setting boundaries. I'll tell you that much. You know why? I want everybody to like me. And if I put a boundary on someone and they don't like it, then they don't like me. Yay, dude. I'm 42 and I just figured this out. You know what? Um, so I had to put boundaries on people. That's what my therapist told me. That I had to put boundaries on people. That was like my assignment. And one guy that was like eating in the fucking dining hall would... Uh, fucking pull his chair out too loud and i'm like larry david sitting there and i'm just like i can't I, how does this bother me that much dude i'm like a nom vet dude i'm like a fucking nom vet when it comes to noises dude i used to go out with this woman when i was 32 and she hated loud noises and it always bothered me i'm like it's just a noise and dude motherfucker if i don't have that now is it a condition loud noises look that up loud noises you can't be around loud noises i don't know whatever the fuck it's called audio sensitory whatever the hell dude he would the fucking chair would come out it would be like all of a sudden an elephant just and i ah and the guy's a fucking navy seal or whatever the fuck he, he actually and so he gets up and does everything all loud. Nice guy, handsome as shit. And fucking, and I'm, oh, hey, bro, ha, ha. 
right? And he'd be like, and then he would go, rawr, 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 like a fun guy. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I get that's the thing to do as men, but holy shit, man. I got a seven-year-old inside my chest and we don't like that. But I swallow it, you know, because I'm me and I don't want him not to like me. And I'll sit, I'll sit with it. Okay. I'll sit with it. And, uh, so then, uh, I got to set these boundaries, you know, like two weeks in they're like, you got to set boundaries. You got to give somebody a boundary a day. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. All right. I'm gonna give this motherfucker a boundary, a boundary. So I'm sitting there at the fucking dining hall. It's just me. And he's at another table. I like the guy. He's a friend of mine. Gets up, boom! I go, and I I stand up and I say, "Hey, hey, uh, bud." He says, "Sup," and I'm like, "Um, could you not? Uh, could you not do that so loud with the chair when you when you get up? It's uh, it's it's so loud." And he said, huh. And I said, I got to, I got to put boundaries on, on people that they said, I have to practice putting boundaries on people. And he said, that's not a boundary. And I wasn't really equipped for that part. So I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, a boundary is like, hey. Um, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. And if you keep doing it, then I'm going to have to do something else and remove myself from the situation. I was like, oh, okay, right. I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Um, okay. So when you, um, move the chair like that, like a fucking asshole, I didn't say that, but I wanted to, but it was right. I was doing it the therapeutic way. So I'm like, when you get up and do that, you, uh, it, it it's loud for me. And if, if you do do that, when I'm studying here and I'm, I'm reading books telling, telling me how fucked up I am and filling out the worksheets on how much of a piece of shit I am, right? And I, when I write letters, fictitious letters, when I'm writing fictitious letters to my mom and dad and that I'm never gonna send them because it's just an exercise, right? As I'm writing a letter with my left hand, to minor child on what what I might need from him as a, a 42 year old man I'm, I'm, I, I can't hear that I'm gonna have to go into the other room um, and uh, and so so that's that and he said oh okay um, well I don't want you to have to leave the room so uh, I will I'll be more conscious of it man and um, I tr- uh, I won't I won't do it so loud and I said Oh, thanks. And then a beat passed and I said, I said out loud, I feel so awful right now. <laughs> and, and he said, really? And I said, yeah, man, I feel fucking horrible saying that shit. And he said, why? And I said, I mean, we're, he's 40, I'm 42 and we're standing there and we just ate Piss poor halibut. 
and cereal for dessert because there's no sugar. Cheerios, by the way. And and he says, uh, and I and he says, why? And I said, because I'm afraid when I say that you'll like me less. Forty two. He's forty. He's killed people in the ocean. He's an elite Navy SEAL. I'm a dumb as shit comedian. I talk about things like pants on stage. And here we are looking at each other. Now, let me paint the picture. And I don't mean to do this in any shitty way or braggadocious, but we're both equally as handsome, dude. That's neither here nor there, but I just want you to know that. And I said, I want you to like me. And he says, oh, well, I do like you. And that was that. And me and the seven-year-old inside my chest finished our work. And you know what? When I when I when 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 we were jokey about the fucking chair beforehand, like a week beforehand, I was like, "Bro, get that's so fucking loud! What the fuck?" And he would go, oh, 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 "You know." Um, he goes like this. He said, he, uh, I, "I, I," he said, "Do I really do that loud?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, it's it's loud as fuck, you, you know." And he was like, "Yeah, oh," and he was like, "Do you know like who's bad at it?" Now uh, there's three dudes that are real bad at it here. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. He's like, how do you even know? And I was like, that's the mind I got, bro. This is how it is for me. And he says, uh, oh, well, who's the worst? (laughs) And it was him. So I said, you, man. Dude, he laughed. That was great. That was great. There were such moments of levity there. It was hilarious. That's great. We were watching uh, DVDs and shit. We watched, what would we watch? Uh, the Adam Sandler movie, Waterboy. And we were watching that movie. I had never seen that movie. <clears throat> Sucks donkey balls. And so uh, we watched it. And, uh, and of course, they were like, you know, some people were like, this movie's fucking hilarious. and Sucks donkey balls. And so I was watching it, and they were like, dude, a sex scene is coming up. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. Now, obviously, at this rehab... They don't allow coffee, so they're not going to allow some fucking a screen of titties bouncing around, you know? So it's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Dude, the scene comes up, the sex scene, boop, 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 it gets fat. What the fuck? We look, the nurse's station with the fucking DVD, like fucking, dude, like Hawkeye with the arrow, dude, just ready for that shit. It was like, we're like, oh, my God, oh, I like you, I like you. Go to take off the shirt and just... The nurse with the fucking Hawkeye shot, dude. Unreal, man. Unfucking real. The nurse with the Hawkeye shot. Don't want to trigger anyone. That's what she said. Hilarious. Don't want to trigger anyone. Um. One time I was making everyone laugh and she came in and she was like, what are you guys laughing about? And I was like, ah, oh, we were just making a joke. I was, I don't know, I was making a joke about, I don't even remember. And she was like, Okay, I just don't want to trigger anyone. And I'm like, what, what, did, what did she think I was fucking doing, you know? 
whatever. It was a beautiful time, man. Well, that's the episode for today on YouTube. If you want the rest of the episode, the uncut episode, the uh, extended episode, ad-free, all super extended, uh, go go on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Chris uh, And uh, it's six bucks, and you get all the previous episodes um, that were only on Patreon. I think there's like 20 now or more um so you can go binge it it's breaking bad my baby and so uh and and you can do that and you can also get the exclusive content and all that shit but our patreon's popping go on over chrysalia.com or uh, sorry well it is on chrysalia.com but you can go to patreon.com slash chrysalia thank you guys